Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for all you can eat. A weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I gotta quickly introduce you to the other leaders of the group. Um, I don't really have a really cool intro, but I will tell you that he, once again that he is my best man and that the both of us are getting ready to foolishly venture out into one of the major hotspots in the United States. Oh it's Alan Mark. Oh How are boy. you doing? What How are you great... feeling about my bachelor party? What a great way to preface all this coming up. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. I'm excited to at least like be around uh, specific people. The other people that are going to be around, oh boy, we'll see how that goes. But I'm very glad to celebrate you and all the, uh, yeah, celebrate you. So that's cool. Also, today was my last day of the work week, so I'm chilling. (laughs) I took tomorrow off also. (laughs) Oh, that's so nice. I took Friday and Monday, but I should have taken tomorrow off. Yeah, well, I also haven't, I just happen to have like my, um, I have a therapy session also tomorrow. So just like, might as well take that off too. And you're getting your hair dyed. Oh, yeah. I need a follow-up oh, with Shiv. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's exciting. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for our trip together. Uh, unfortunately, um, the other co-leader was not able to um, find a way, even though he really wanted to. Um, you know him as the uh, one who runs out the big three, the one from NYC. It's Steven. Steven, I wish you could have came. Yeah. But I understand. And I know we're, we're going to make up for it. During the wedding, for sure. I, I mean, next month, for sure. Uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's the way fun. more important thing to attend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, it's probably. Do, do you know if it's going to be like super hot there this weekend? Or oh, how is it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's man. super hot every single day of the summer. Are you still yeah, planning on wearing so. a blazer on the plane? At least me? No, no, no. I, I, sh- I, I got rid of that a long time ago. <gasps> okay. Even I, I hope you weren't. I know you were kind of planning to get one, but then it was kind of like a blessing in disguise because I wore the blazer and I was like, oh, if it's really hot in this weather, I don't want to wear it in Vegas. So <laughs> then I just returned it. And now I'm going to be wearing a short sleeve t-shirt. A lot of short sleeves, mm-hmm. okay. except for yeah. the nighttime activities. But I mean, I, I just don't want to find that you guys have melted in <laughs> <laughs> afterwards. So Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, forget. I, I, I you can always rely on Steven to make sure that we have at least um, one, one, one or two uh, puns. But maybe, um, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll have some better puns for us in the next episode. Okay. Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Uh, well, great catching up with you guys. <laughs> I'm I'm excited for this uh, this next episode. I, I'm gonna keep trying to find a way to say that pun every single time this episode, but I'm excited for this episode because this is a group that Stephen has talked about many a times. I have yet to actually dive deep into them, and uh, I'm really excited to talk about. Even though um, I, I've only listened to this album. I, I'm sure we'll have a, a bunch of fun commentary for that. But let's uh, let's go check out the other releases for the week. Um, some uh, oh, I forgot my little my little uh, anecdote that I like to say before this. So I'll just say we have some other songs that have also come out and other albums. So we'll let you know all about that in our segment, Stephen Specials of the Week. 
All right. So yeah, we're in the first week of August. And I guess last time it was kind of, I don't know, there were some some cool releases, but uh, not a lot of like heavy hitters, I guess. It, it was a kind of a quiet time in July, but uh, we're, we're back with, with a lot of really new, interesting releases. So starting on Monday, we have a comeback single from Somi. It's called Dum Dum. And uh, it's by Somi, uh, co-wrote it with Teddy and Danny Chung. Um, I just checked the views on the video and it already has 20 million. I sometimes forget just like how popular Somi is. But yeah, so so go check that out. Uh, again, it's called Dum Dum, just like the other K-pop song called Dum Dum. Um, <laughs> and uh, moving on to Wednesday... Uh, we have a new group, so uh, a girl group debuting. They're called Skyly, S-K-Y-L-E, and they're debuting with a single called Fly Up High. Uh, they're a four-member girl group from Good Luck Entertainment, which is a subsidiary of One Cool Jasco Entertainment, which was founded by the actor Louis Koo, and it's based in Hong Kong. So I think you... Would recognize the actor if you've watched like any like almost any Hong Kong triads movie. <laughs> uh, he was in a movie called Election, which is kind of this landmark. It's a really really good uh, tr- movie about the, the underground like organized crime uh, in Hong Kong. So <clears throat> he, I think he's a, he's a very very popular. But um, this is their company's first uh, foray into K-pop, but. Um, so yeah, it's a four-member girl group, and uh, the name Skyly S K Y L E stands for "Show the Kinetic and Youth Leading a New Episode." Wow! So, um, so <laughs> yeah, uh, and it, hey, they also have new episode in their their name. But um, along with their debut single, they're also releasing a song called "Da Da Da." One. Interesting thing I found out about one of the members, uh, Ginny, is that she was originally going to debut in another upcoming girl group called DMZA, but they pushed their uh, debut date to later this year, and they are going to debut as a six-member group, but originally they were going to be 15 members. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We so, haven't seen a big group in a while. Yeah. So yeah, Ginny and a, a bunch of those like nine trainees they they left so um yeah i think they're they're gonna be six but uh i don't know if anyone else is debuting but uh Ginny has just debuted with skyly so good luck to them i'm always excited to see new groups out uh and maybe they'll see some success like the other group that released something on wednesday uh that's right weekly has released a mini album called play game holiday with the title track Holiday Party. And that title track is by uh, some familiar names to us, Coach Encendo, Ellenberg, and Cassiopeia. So uh, a big, like a good lineup just on on that song. Um, But we see even more familiar names in the credits, which include The Hub, which worked on After School and and their last mini album, um, Monotree, and then a couple new names like Secret Weapon and Artmatic. Uh, but for these promotions, um, 
earlier this month or on August 1st, the, their company announced that Ji Yoon will actually be taking a hiatus to take care of her mental health. So uh, Weekly will be promoting with six members. Um, but I, I'm a big fan of Ji Yoon. I think she's just, she's super funny and she, she composes a lot of the songs too. So um, I hope she just takes care of herself and the, the, she gets a lot of support too. And then we look forward to her return. Um, and I mean, I guess Weekly was, Weekly's just been super busy with their own music. Plus, uh, like, they had to support Luna, too. So, uh, <laughs> they had all of that uh, to do. Um, but moving on to Friday, two more releases. Uh, uh, one soloist that we've covered already. One of our favorites, Sunmi, is out with a mini album called uh, One Sixth. Uh, with the title track, You Can't Sit With Us. Um, which is by... Uh, Melanie Fontana, Michael Schultz, and Ross Golan, and Sunny wrote the lyrics on this track as well as all of the other songs on the mini album. So there are six tracks on the mini album, um, and she co-wrote each of them except for one song called Sunny. Uh, and other credits include France, Jake K, and MCK of a group called Artifact, and Maria Marcus. So that's Sunny. And then lastly, we have a single from the group Gabby and Jay. Uh, they're releasing a remake single of their 2010 song Love Story, so, uh, which was off their album Sunflower. Uh, so Gabby and Jay debuted in 2005 as a three-member group, uh, and they've gone through some lineup changes. And their current lineup is made up of all the members who joined in 2012 and later. So that's Jenny, Konji, and Sorin. But they've kind of been active all throughout uh, the, since, since they debuted, but just different members at each time. So yeah, that, that's kind of cool. I like seeing a group um, just lasting all these years, even if it's uh, new people. But still, 2012 is a long time to have been around. Um, but yeah, that is the last one of our specials of the week. Awesome. Thanks, Stephen. All right. Um, I think we'll just try to get to the start, the meat of this episode as quickly as we can, because I think we have a lot to talk about. And we have a very long game to play. I'm just kidding. It's not that long. Um, but I, I will throw it to our own Encyclopedia Pink to give the rundown on this very exciting episode. Yes. Hello, everyone. So we will be covering the latest album and release from Akmu. So let's get into it. Akdong is music. It Akmu or Akmu? Akmu. Akmu. Uh, it's yeah. Akmu. Did Akmu? it say Akmu? Akmu. Is it? I don't know. Either way. Either way. I'll probably switch back and forth. Anyway, Akdong music, known as Akmu for short, is a South Korean duo managed by YG Entertainment, consisting of brother and sister Lee Chanhyuk and Lee Soohyun. They were raised under missionary parents in Mongolia before moving back to South Korea to pursue a music career together. So in August 2012, they auditioned and participated in the South Korean singing competition show K-Pop Star 2, which featured representatives from the big three, uh, big three companies as judges. So JYP uh, for JYP, Boa for SM, and Yang Hun Suk for YG. Ultimately, they placed first and won the whole season. So that was dope. 
and shortly after that win, they signed with YG Entertainment. Uh, they would officially debut on April 7th, 2014 with the album Play and its lead single 200%. Uh, also on November 11th of that year, Lee Soo-hyun would form a super duo called Hi Soo-hyun with then-label mate Lee Hi, debuting with the single I'm Different, which music video features a young uh, Blackpink Jisoo, so very fun. Uh, then in 2016, they would start their album series called Puberty, beginning with the EP Spring in May of that year, featuring singles Rebuy and How People Move. Then the follow-up Winter, uh, their second full album, would be released January 2017, with singles Last Goodbye and Reality. Then they would round that out with the single album Summer Episode that would follow July of that year with the singles Dinosaur and My Darling. Then in September of 2017, it was announced that Chan Hyuk would enlist for his mandatory military service beginning on September 18th. And during that time, Soohyun would then continue with solo work, DJing for KBS's Cool FM Volume Up, and joining season two of the show begin again. Uh, Chan Hyuk would complete his services by May of 2019, and Ak Moo would return as a duo, or I guess Ak Dog Music still, they referred to uh, then. They would come back with their third studio album called Sailing on September 25th, And most of the songs in the album were written by Chan Hyuk during his enlistment, um, saying he was inspired by being on a ship, sort of in solitude, and yeah. And then around that time also, that's when they would primarily start going by Akmu instead of Akdong Music, since Akdong, the original name translates to Mischievous Child. So they really want to signal sort of their growth as people, since now in the year of 2021, they're ages 22 and 24, I believe. Uh, oh, God, so, they're old. Yeah. But yeah, they debuted <laughs> quite young. Uh, <laughs> They've grown so much. I know. Uh, in 2021, they would sign a new contract with YG Entertainment. And on July 26th, they would release a collaboration album called Next Episode, where each song would feature a different artist. Uh, and then that would feature with the lead single, Naka, that features IU. So yeah. Uh, and every song in the album also has Chan Hyuk co-writing credits. Uh, so the concept of this album came from uh, someone telling Chan Hyuk that Akamu is very closed. They don't work. Uh, they don't work a lot with others, even when asked. So uh, when he heard that, he wanted to bring a lineup of artists to collaborate with that sort of represented this era of music. So uh, you'll see a lot of variety in the people that they bring in. But yeah, so yeah, generally you don't see a lot of. Akmu features, uh, but so like, screw it, let's do a whole album full of them. And that's fun. Yeah, next episode is what we're talking about today. All right. Thank you very much. That was, that was great. You're welcome. Um, Steven, explain to our listeners um, how much you love Akmu. Oh, man. So, yeah, I just think they are both so talented uh i i i remember first seeing them and then like the clip of them on that show and they performed a song that they wrote which was like really That's fun right. it was good and then like i saw them perform melted and like i found out that they wrote or chanyok wrote that too and so i i feel like they both are just kind they both just have like prodigious talent and that Back then, they just 
showed off the, this this immense ability that like it both natural and then I don't know just so much about them that I, I wanted to follow because they were already they were just so young but it showed so much uh, ability at that age and uh, yeah I thought play was a really really good album um, a great debut album and I, I kind of didn't follow them so much um, after that but I do really like their songs Dinosaur and Rebuy which are both just like their big singles and I, I generally get excited when I hear about them too just I love Suyeon's voice it is one of my favorites of anyone in K-pop um, just so like clean and like there's a pure <laughs> it just sounds pure and she's such a great vocalist um, so yeah uh, super excited about this album too um, yeah, I, like I was saying at the top, I, I think you mentioned Akmu once. I don't remember when though. I forget the context. I think it was during one of our episodes. It might've been, who knows? Had, we'll, yeah. I think, we'll have to go back. And listen. I think but, I had mentioned a song as being something I thought Chanyeok would have written. Like, or it, mm. it sounded similar to oh, that. Oh no, did Chanhyuk uh, co-wrote a song on Ayu's album also? Yeah, oh, that's Right, it's the surfing one. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's like, yeah, that one. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. It was like you had you had casually mentioned them. I forget the context, but ever since then, I, I it was always Akmu was just always in my like. Whenever I looked saw Akmu, I was like, oh, Steven's group, Steven's duo, <laughs> Steven's, uh, yeah, that's Steven's group. Um, and so I always associated the two oh. or them with you. Um, so I was so excited when we were when they were releasing an EP. I was like, "Oh, Steven's yeah. group." We they, get to talk about Steven's group. They also had a song on their debut album called "On the Subway," which is a oh, very oh, good song. Yeah. Oh, perfect! Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, makes sense. Makes sense that it's one of your favorites, and um, why we're talking about them today. Okay, I don't know how we're gonna do this episode because. Um, I found out uh, mere hours ago <laughs> that there are a ton of music videos. And I didn't know what the lead single was until Alan Marks said it was Naka in his <laughs> rundown. So now that I know that, it makes sense that it's the lead single. Um, but we'll do our best to talk about as much of this album as possible. Um, I know there's a lot to talk about. Um, it might be five hours long. We'll try to keep it a little bit shorter than that. Um, but let's just go in order. Um, we'll tell you if there's a, um, an accompanying music video and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Um, but yeah, I think there's nothing better to, better to do than to just jump right in. So uh, let's start with track number one, which is not the lead single, but it's entitled Hey Kid, comma, Close Your Eyes. The close has a capitalization. I don't know why. But hey kids, close your eye. And this is with Lee Sun-hee. And um, can anybody tell me a little, you know, um, a little context of who Lee Sun-hee is or um, anything about them? If you have it. I don't have anything. I mean, um, obviously, I, I'll have something for like IU and Zion T. But if you know any of these other artists and you have notes about them, please for, feel free to chime in. But if not, we'll just go right into the song. I mean, I looked her up uh, really quickly. And it said that she is like 
just a renowned singer, like one of the national sort of like divas. I think that's okay. how the Wikipedia described her. And um, like, I think just known for powerful vocals and being in like the scene for a long time. All right. Okay, cool. All right. So uh, I'll kind of start off uh, really quickly with some of the uh, some of the takeaways that I had. Um, I'll start off by saying that this it it starts off very quickly with a very melancholy tune to it, and it it adds on um, what I like to refer to as sad synths, where it's not necessarily that you know that synth wavy like cruising type sounds. It's like maybe more in the realm of like M eighty three, where it's a little bit. Um, it's it's not really. I don't know if it's like minor chords, but it's very much um, moody, moody type synths. Um, and this one um, has a very, very continuous beat throughout the whole thing. And even even the vocals itself like lended to this kind of sad sounding song. And um, and in a way, I really really like that. I really like the fact that this had. Um, before I even found out what the lyrics were, before I even saw the music video, I already got that sense that this was um, uh, a sadder song. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the fact that it, um, it it kind of carried that tone throughout the entire time. Um, never really rose greater. It kind of just had elevated versions of that same feeling. And... Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I was kind of like entranced by this song. Um, Alan Mark, um, what what about this song uh, spoke to you, or was there anything you wanted to point out? Yeah, I mean, you mentioned like the sad sense. I think I got took that away from it as well. So, except it still sounds like a little bit of an upbeat song, like rhythmically, and the percussion, mm-hmm. like it has a, a bouncing kind of sit in the background and every like count or so. Um, but then it's like, yeah, it's, but then you could really hear, I guess, with the tone of the other synths that they use, like the upper synths, it feels like it's filled with so much despair in spite of like how yeah. bouncy it is. Um, I thought that was interesting, especially when you look at the lyrics too, because um, I think the Korean title of this is called Battleground. It's like, it translates to Battleground. Um, it's like essentially like um, shielding like children from the. <laughs> From like war and stuff, that's like the yeah. mood it sets. So, um, but like just with the sounds itself, I love like the '80s ish kind of vibe. You mentioned M83. Totally. Um, I got like a lot of, like Beach House. Um, I think Miel released an album last year that I think like this fits uh, vibe wise a lot. And yeah, it's like the '80s vibes have been pretty common, but I like the execution on this one. Uh, it feels it's great, especially because it still feels super modern. Um, too, in spite of that influence, but uh, but yeah, I think it's just it's such a tone setter. Um, out, like not necessarily for the rest of the album, but just and it sets an emotional tone, such a strong one, uh, and especially with the bringing in Lee Sun Hee as well. I think like her vocal timbre, especially juxtaposed with Lee Suhyun's, uh, really accentuates all of those feelings that we both felt. Uh, listening to this. What about you, Stephen? Yeah, and I think that's one of uh, the strengths of 
Chanyuk's songwriting is that he can really create uh, an emotion in the song. And he has a great ability to make you feel like a certain feeling. Um, but this song, it ended up being one of my favorites. And I, I, it might actually just be my favorite song on the album, Ooh. almost to my surprise. <laughs> like, wow. I, I, not knowing who Lee Sun Hee was, really, and just expecting something from everyone else on the album. So this was, I, I really love this song. Um, I, just like from the intro too, uh, it has this sound. Um, it reminds me of when, if you turn on like a tube amp and then you strum a guitar, you don't hear it right away. So like as it warm, as the tubes warm up, uh, you can hear the speaker. And, and then, so if you're just kind of like strumming open, uh, and without playing anything, it just—it's a slow kind of uh, fade in, and I, that's mm. what this intro reminded me of. It's—it's it's like one second long, but I—I <laughs> I was taken to somewhere with it. Um, but yeah, I, I noticed that steady drum beat throughout as well. Uh, I, I liked the melody a lot. It was pretty, really just simple, but like it just kind of kept my attention and. I have to also comment on Isan He's voice. Like, I think we always, we almost have only listened to like very young people <laughs> singing. And <laughs> like, she's, she's not old, but she's uh, like a really experienced singer. And I love the way she sounded on this. Her voice is so captivating. And I liked how her, ver- in the beginning of her verse, it, they gave her a lot of, space in her voice a lot of space and um it's similar to the instrumentation similar to what they did for Suyun's part which it has the same melody but um for for Sunny's like there's the, this weird thing that like it's like a thing that pans back and forth i think that gives it a little more more space to hear her voice and it just almost sound to me she sounded almost like had this epic tone to it and mm. i then I think that even fit with the, the entire theme of the song. So I, I just really enjoyed this one and really loved going back to listen to it because mm-hmm. I, I, I just listened to the album in order and just loved, I, like I get to go back and listen to yeah. this again. Yeah. I just, I didn't notice the panning back and forth, <laughs> forth of that synth. That's really such a cool effect during her voice. I, lo- I really... I like the um, the way they end the chorus too. Like the whole the whole chorus is a hook. Like it's uh, like earworm. But then um, um, they have to add that one synth little riff, like the na 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 na. And I was just like, oh, mm, yeah, I want to hear that again. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear that again. And like they didn't overdo that, and it was just kind of cool. Like just to add that like little flare at the end, just to kind of be like a. Uh, you know, like a period or I don't know, exclamation point, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I very much enjoyed this song. It was, I mean, this whole album is, is one to like, it's just so good. It's just, it's very much a, um, cause like I, I had a hard time, uh, pinning like a genre to Akmu. Like they, they have a little like, I don't know, folk in them, little alternative. This one's very electronic. Um, and then some, some of it's acoustic. So um, yeah, I, I, I'd be, um, 
it'd be fun to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that just to kind of get a sense of like or maybe there is no uh label for this group they just do whatever I, they want every genre you name they've like done that's what, <laughs> so, I, that's, what yeah. I, 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 that's what i realized i was just like oh okay they can just do everything so yeah they're, they're they'll just be their own genre akmu um so like i said there's a crap ton of music videos for this album or for this ep and it's great and this one what a great one to start <laughs> off with right guys yeah. like uh it, it reminded me of like uh i forget the name uh, foster the people uh pumped up kicks oh, yeah. where it's like it sounds a, like a poppy song, but really there's this hidden horrible message behind oh, it. Yeah. And, like, and like this video like cemented what that message was. Mm. And with a lot of, uh, you know, um, a lot of childlike imagery juxtaposed with very, um, you know, warlike imagery. Um, even though they looked playful, they were still, you know… They, they had really good sad um, expressions on their face. But um, yeah, I, I just like with the rest of the music videos, it's um, they, they really much or they very much center around this one idea and then they don't really stray too far away from it. Like there's no like like multiple set pieces or, you know, costume changes. Like it's very like on brand with the actual album and very thematic in that sense. Um, but yeah, I, I I was just like, oh, okay. I oh especially with like the the doodly uh like headshot br- like blood coming. Oh with the the blue um, the, the, the blue, blue splatter. I was just like yeah, I was just like, oh man. Um what what did you guys think? I mean, I said a lot about this music video already, but what what, what were some of the uh, emotions that were evoked from you guys watching it? Uh, anybody? I mean, yeah, you pretty much nailed it in there because, like, it's such a like I don't know. It it felt very like cinematic, also like the black and white, but then just that splash of color uh, here and there. Um, it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Chung Ha music video for X. Um, okay. Where, uh, yeah. But the, at least like definitely the parts where like they show like the, the map and like the different tanks coming in. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it's just… I think this music video came up even before the album came out. So yeah. it was interesting seeing like this is the tone they wanted to set leading into like everything else. But it's like every other music video tonally is so different. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think it really, I don't know. I think, I think if anything, it really, it did set the tone like how Akmu is growing as like artists um, to show like this sort of, uh, to show this, the imagery that they're showing and the, what they're talking about in their music and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I think one thing that, I don't know, that didn't, it just the video felt a bit on the nose. It was very direct. Mm-hmm. Like the song title, well, for in English, it's "Hey Kid, Close Your Eyes," and like uh, it's directly addressing like the the lyrics of the song, which I mean is is normal. But I don't know it just felt too like direct. Uh, which yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I don't think I would have gone with like you know war. 
imagery like right off the bat maybe metaphors if you could like or yeah. you know i don't know yeah do, yeah but then they do, know, do the kids do show up again in the Naka music video so that's true yeah, yeah. so there, there must be the, like some sort of tie-in mm-hmm. like supposed to yeah, watch it as yeah. a complete thing and i think that's also the neighborhood and the bench music video it is yeah it's, yeah it's yeah everything <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know if uh if uh, TikTok <laughs> was also inside oh. one of the buildings, but but at the end of um, this video, uh, one of the one of the uh, girls climbs through a window, and um, mm-hmm. in there is a is it Suyun yeah. or I don't know if it's because it none Su-Yun. of the featured artists are in any of the music videos, right? Or was Zion T was in the bench? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well. What happened at the end of that music video, though? I don't like, know. It looked like honestly, yeah, all, all, of, all of these music videos are big question marks. <laughs> yeah, my guess is that like she yeah. gave her uh, like a school uniform. That's what I was. Yeah, guessing. yeah, that's what I. Other uh, than that, like mm-hmm. I, I don't really like, know. Here be a, here be a kid. Don't yeah, worry about. Like, here's your like return to innocence <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to sing that song. Yeah, when you say you can't say that phrase without. Me <laughs> um, yeah, um, but it, it's kind of fun. We'll 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 kind of talk about how it kind of almost leads into the next song. Yeah, or the next music video we're talking about. But but yeah, what a what a what a very uh, um, directly mature way to start the album i guess it's just very like not even starting off with naka it's just like okay here's the tone um get ready um but i don't know i don't think any of the other songs really touch upon such a heavy topic right not the, not that dark i don't yeah. i would say yeah <clears throat> yeah so I, I maybe this is just um the product of uh chanyok being in you know in the military and seeing maybe on from that perspective and realizing like I don't know maybe he saw some sort of uh, maybe he saw something that reminded him like why can't you know why why did why do uh, such youthful you know humans have to uh, go through such a thing I guess I don't know that's just me throwing darts in the dark I guess Okay, so let's move on to track number two, um, entitled Naka, featuring somebody we've covered before, IU. It's a definitely a HCE favorite um, uh, favorite artist to talk about. So this one is the lead single, and I, this sounds like the lead single to me. It's um, I, it sounds more produced. And it has a lot more instrumentation going on with it, and it is um, seems a little bit more dancey, I guess, if I could use that word. Um, but Stephen, I would like to start off with you, and um, I would like to know what what you thought about the song. Yeah, yeah. So the way the song started, it felt like a very natural follow up to the first song. I. Like the melody almost seemed to carry on from uh, what we just heard. Uh, so I, I like that. It seemed a direct, almost yeah. a direct connection, um, which I guess the video does have as well. But 
Uh, there, there are some cool like sounds and production things I liked in this. Uh, there was a lot of white noise in the background, and I liked those like chimes or bells sounds that they used throughout. It reminded me of uh, certain parts of Red Sun by Dreamcatcher, like mm. is that similar that like one part after the chorus, I think. Uh, so that was really cool. And then this also had some like some retro elements, like the synths and all the toms. But I felt they lent this song more of a retro futuristic tone mm-hmm. uh, than than just being like retro. So like I mean that's a kind of a prevalent thing in in music these days. But I, I really liked that uh, effect in, for this song. Um, yeah, so the song had a cool chorus too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I, I thought like the the just it something about the way it hit like the synths. It, it just went like synths, snare, synths, snare, and like it just really helped to hit it hit really hard on each beat. So I, I like that a lot. It's like um, an instrumental call and response. Yeah, yeah. Are uh, you talking about the fall part or the bada bada bada? I think the fall part. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. And then when they sing that part again, or like the second half, they fill it in with some harmonies, which yeah. I think helps a lot too. So I really enjoyed the song. It was really pretty, like the definitely the chorus. I wrote that down as like a really catchy hook. It's just all these hooks are so catchy to me, and I, I, I if if the chorus is very good, I, it's hard for me to just be like, uh, or I don't care what the rest of the song really sounds like. It's just as long as you have a good hook for me, I will like. I will most likely like your song, and uh, for this one, I, I like the whole thing. But but definitely a, a standout part of it is that. The, the the part you were talking about the fall part and I was just so I don't know it was the way the synths were like matching the like the descending nature of the notes um, but then um, it would do that and then at the end I think you were kind of talking about this already but uh, more specifically I wanted to point out that kind of like that funky like um, another funky synth it, I don't know if it reminded me of like not G funk, but you know, like um, maybe I don't know if I'm thinking of the gap. I, I just I have the gap band in my head for some reason. I don't know, but just that that sound or that synth that they use, that really um, crunchy sounding synth. Um, I always like that. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, if I raise the volume of the song. I feel like I fi- I hear a new instrument every single time, and so um, r- really, really good. Um, Alamark, wh- what about you? What 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 notes do you have about this song? Oh man, y'all touched on for the most part what I wanted to for what I wanted to talk about, <laughs> but I think uh, like this song just feels so well written. Everything about yeah. it, it just I mentioned the production value just seems it's just so well done. Um, like the the texture of the different synths, like you or the different tones, the that chime, the like metallic percussion. Like I love how it's so cutting in the verse, and then it shifts to that really like deep bass in the pre-chorus. It's ah, this that that juxtaposition is incredible. Um, but I think along with how great the chorus is that you both also mentioned, 
I love it's. There's also a contrast, like with the lyrics and the melody as well, because the lyrics are saying like "naka," like fall, um, and then like the melody initially starts to descend, but then with each section, it actually and it starts to rise mm-hmm. after that. Um, the yeah, like how does it go? Like uh, da 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 like it's like. Sort of the melody is doing the opposite of what the words are saying, mm-hmm. which is really like interesting and cool because, like, it even though like it gives you a sense that you're falling, but also not. It's like sort of a free fall where you're kind of just weightless, and that's Ooh. like a really cool effect, uh, just just melodically. So, yeah, that was that's probably my favorite part of this song. On top oh, of like, everything is my favorite part of the song. The song's great, but <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was such an interesting choice and really smart choice as well. Ooh. Can you put that as our clip? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that sounds like our that sounds like our clip. That sounds like our clip for this episode. Um okay, so again, this is another song that has a music video with it as well. And um um it almost feels like it leads right into it. I don't know thematically if it's the same, but definitely set-wise, we call co- we go from uh, that child going into the the, the upside down room, um, and then it's still black and white. And then for this music video, it switches the color um, with a uh, Suyun. I think not in the same outfit, but I don't know what outfit she's in. But she starts singing, um, and then uh, I <laughs> I get this perfect like imagery of um uh or i don't know i can't think of a, a friend of ours but it's just so perfect <laughs> the, the 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 kind of the imagery of like chanyuk just in the couch by himself and everyone else partying and just him going like him probably being like i don't want to be here right now uh, that's probably me for some reason <laughs> <laughs> okay well i'll, 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 I'll just, Could I'll just argue for me as well <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I, I, clearly, I have two. I have two uh, examples to point from. But yeah, um, I'll, I'll kind of I'll, I'll bring it back to you, Alamar, to kind of kick us off for the music video. <laughs> what did you What did you think about this? Uh, um, almost like a complete opposite of like to- tonally, I guess, or it's just like a different direction, I guess. Um, but yeah, what did you think about this music video? Yeah, I thought I I think if anything, I just I love the imagery uh, overall. I don't know about. Um, I don't have a lot of comments like on the overall arc of it all, but like the imagery alone, it felt very like '80s inspired stuff. Like the, especially the, I like the room with like the the green hedges and the ladder. Uh, that felt very like Edward Scissorhandsy. Oh yeah, the sheep too. Yeah, <laughs> like that just was like so interesting. And um, I don't know. I just like I'll, I've been to the SF MoMA twice in the past month and a half, so I'm like. I, I, yeah. I would love to see these kind of sets like up close in that kind of setting. Um, and like him, like Chan Hyuk traveling through the different uh, rooms too, like constantly falling was just like a cool concept. Like a little on the nose with the title of the song, but like a really, really good choice of doing that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's really it for me. <laughs> Yeah, I, I really like that scene too. Um, I, I think if, for me, this video also stood out just visually. I think 
the, all the colors were really interesting. They had a really cool, like, just color palette, if you will. Um, like, I, I don't know if that's, like, done. I don't know. It's edit, like, they edit the, the way it looks, but it's just one of my, probably my favorite one to just look at of these five uh, videos that came out with this album. Um, yeah, I just love that, that sheep uh, set piece as well. Um, and the one, and the one with the, where the, the kids are and mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know what that background pattern is, but it was like almost like marble, but it had, uh, it, the one, it shows up again in TikTok, TikTok. But yeah. Yeah. That one was really cool too. Is it like purgatory? Because these kids yeah, all died maybe. in the war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this like Lost or something like that? It's like CIS. Oh, sorry. Sorry if you've never seen Lost, any Four, of our listeners. Eight. But the spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. What are the numbers? I was trying to remember. Yeah. <laughs> the numbers. Four, 30. 16. Yeah, something like yeah. that. That's the ages of the kids. Um <laughs> So, so um, the, I guess he was, well, one, it reminded me of like recently Loki, um, mm. especially a scene in a scene in Ragnarok where um, Doctor Strange has him falling for 30 straight minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, that's what, that's what that, and then also in the show Loki, where he's like falling through different levels. Um, that's what that reminded me of, which I know, like just kind of falling like a couple floors, I guess. Um, but, but yeah, I, it he 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 falls a lot, and eventually he falls from the child room. I'm like getting Inception status commentary mm-hmm. now, and then he falls like in in space, and then in the sky, and then on a cliff, and then he lands in water, right? And then all of a sudden he starts falling upwards. Mm-hmm. It looks like he's falling, but he's floating upwards. Back into his seat, I guess. And just, so, just like the melody of this song. Oh, Ooh. look at that! Boo. <laughs> 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 uh, so yeah, I just I really like that imagery. Is what I my point with that. Um, but yeah, um, we had we had a bunch of dancers, um, and again, we'll probably see them later on <laughs> in a future music video. So. <laughs> Just going from one song, one video to another. And um, just to touch really quickly on that, I really like that. I just enjoyed this kind of story. Even though there's no real connection, I just loved how there could be a connection if you want to interpret it that way. Um, So we went from kids to kids. Now we might go from adults to adults. I don't know. We'll uh, talk about that in the next song, I guess. Um, but do you guys have anything else you want to say about Naka song or music video-wise before we move on? Uh, I loved just bringing an Ayu for this song. Um, yeah. She only sang like half of each pre-chorus, but the juxtaposition between her voice and Sion's uh, voice. Oh, man. Because like, Sion's, as uh, Stephen mentioned, is very pure, clean sounding. But Ayu has a lot of like smokiness to, in there. I'll, like just the sound back to back is just so pleasant because they're both great singers, sort of similar ranges, but just the the timbre, the tone, just like has that yeah. slight difference, which is great. I love it. All right, let's move on to track number three, oh, titled yes. "Bench," <laughs> with not featuring. <laughs> Featuring, oh no, not featuring, with 
Zion T. Um, another favorite of ours. I don't think we've ever brought up Zion no, T. No, dude. He hasn't released just, anything since yeah. 2018, dude. <laughs> outside of just our own casual conversations. But um, boy, is it great to hear Zion T. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I, again, I'm just like, what is this album? It's so, <laughs> yeah. it's such such a great collection of sounds and genres. And like, it's just, I didn't know there's, it's just like, I, I feel bad that I didn't stand Akmu earlier. Cause like, <laughs> this is like such an, I, I, I'll consider this like alternative K-pop because it just doesn't, doesn't fit. I, I don't know how to fit it. It sounds just like, um, I don't know. It's just, it's, well, one the guitar. Okay, let's start off with the guitar. Um, what other songs or artists can you kind of um, pull from with that sound, uh, like that kind of? Um, I the, the, like. Do, do you have any? Uh, I have anything that you? Uh, thought I of? immediately was thinking of. I couldn't think of which ones, but like some Michael Jackson songs. Like, yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah. I I thought maybe is it black or white or man in yeah, the mirror? Yeah, black or white. It's black or white. Okay, because yeah. there was one. Black it just. Sounds so similar yep. to me. That's yep, what that's I. That's what I was. I was like thinking, had. like Prince, or maybe not Prince. Little, maybe Prince a little bit. Just yeah, a little bit. But, like, uh, but you were thinking of. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. It feels a little like 1975-ish to me as well. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, really, like, I, I didn't like, really like, I, the, like the. The band, band yeah. yeah. But I couldn't like pinpoint any specific like individual or group. Like honestly, it, this song for me feels super 90s. I, don't, I can't tell you why. But it feels like like I get super 90s vibes from this song. That was track number six for me. The super 90s vibe. Um, mm, oh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. But uh, for sure, this one, um, I don't know. There was something. It was so cool. I don't know. It's just. It was such a clean sounding, like perfectly riffed guitar. Um, and then just the way it starts off that way and then like crashes in with all the other instruments. Um, oh, they recently performed this on usual sketchbook and oh. Suhyun was the one playing the guitar for this. So that was No really cool. way. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, what? Man. I, oh. Yeah, because she doesn't have here. any lines in this song, but she yeah. played the guitar. Wow. Like on electric guitar? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's just like oh, off to man. the side while Zion T and Chan Hyuk were perform- singing on a bench. Oh, wow. Man. You gotta watch okay. it. It's great. I got Yeah. Oh, okay. man. Okay. Well, let, let's… Again, if it's a guitar song, I'm gonna throw it to you, Steven, <laughs> to start us off. Oh, I mean that… I already <laughs> talked about what <laughs> my yeah, guitar yeah, notes on it. I didn't yeah. really have much else. It like, yeah. sounds fun to play, I guess. But like, yeah. Uh, otherwise… I, I thought that Zhang Ti and Chan Yuk's voices complemented each other really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just liked the chorus, even though at times I felt it sounded like a verse. I mean, it was, a, it was hard to tell like what the… Was there a chorus structure? in the song? <laughs> it, it, they sang it twice. So I assumed like, this is the chorus. Um, yeah, because like, it, it doesn't really… Yeah. Sound I feel like, like the yeah. guitar was just. The I chorus, think the guitar right? riff might just be the chorus. Yeah, really. that's like, yeah. There's just, yeah, the structure is just so interesting. In that yeah, way. I, yeah. It, the, I couldn't. I didn't like. I don't know. 
note enough what the structure was, yeah. but it just didn't. It wasn't a conventional pop song, as far as I could tell. Um, but th- there was like a section that had a, a melody. I was like, that had a very impactful like minor chord when it comes in. So I, yeah. I thought that that was really great each time it came around. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I again another song I really enjoyed. Um, I had yeah. to lower my volume because of the train. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like last time. It's a, it's a freight train. Oof. <laughs> um, yeah. I I don't have any other, like, it's really that riff, that guitar riff, just yeah, really, like, does so it for good. me. And, like, I, it's, especially with that, um, that, that, wow, now, wow, now, like that part, just, it, I, I I didn't really I don't think I really listened to the other parts of the song. I just I was just excited every time that riff came about. But um but yeah, uh but I don't I know you said you were excited to talk about this song. What what were what made you excited? No, I, I mean the thing that made me the most excited was seeing Zion T on yeah. the track list <laughs> and then hearing his voice starting off this song. Like I'll take any crumbs of Zion T performing. <laughs> Until he like releases his own work again, which I don't know when, uh, because he's not listed as an artist on Black Label's list as a producer. So I'm curious mm-hmm. about what's going on. Like, but I want, oh man, like I love every one of his EPs, so I want to hear more from him. But like any chance I get, where even if he's a feature, I'll I'll grab it and listen to it nonstop. So that's why I love. That's a big reason why I love this song. But also, it is such a great upbeat song. It makes me feel good, even though the lyrics are a little like. Mm. Kind of make you feel pity for the <laughs> for the um, <laughs> for the subject in the song, and just like, like, yeah, I don't know, just lyrics wise, just like, it's tough. I, sometimes I just want to lay down, sleep on a bench, and just like everything just gone, and this is all I could I have to worry about, yep. just me on this bench, and just like, damn, I hella feel that right now. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think if. You hear a lot of um, this. I, I brought up Prince, um, and and Stephen, you brought up Michael Jackson, and I think this song carries again a lot of that '80s influence. Except now it's um, um, now it's uh, panning towards uh, a different g- genre of the '80s. And um, but I, I I think you can hear it. You hear like a lot of like electronic tom toms also like your standard like do 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 like happening in the background as well so um yeah when it when when we we bring it up as many times as we can but when it when it comes to like retro fatigue this is definitely kinds of retro sounds that i don't think we hear that often in k-pop um and so it's really nice to you know hear hear that that inspiration um like uh um oh my god uh, why am I forgetting his name? I'll remember it later. The producer who helped Michael Jackson. Oh my Quincy God. Jones. The f- Quincy Jones. I was like Oscar Jones. Nope. Oscar <laughs> Jones. Nope. Quincy Jones. Yeah, very Quincy Jones inspired like um, sound. I th- I think from this uh, song itself. But um, but yeah. Is there anything else we can really talk about besides um all that amazingness? I, yeah. I don't know. There's nothing really else I can yeah. point out. 
I just liked yeah. how the. I mean, if we want to go into a little bit of the music video, we don't have to talk about it too much. But I like that. It, oh no, I definitely want to go to the music yeah. video. But like, uh, if 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 there's anything about the song you guys think should be mentioned, it's very pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I was alluding it with the Naka com- uh, commentary, but we see our our party goers, our dancers, carry on from the couch to the outside. Same same set as the scene where the kids shot each other. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, it's uh, wait. I, I I only saw it once. Uh, but do we start with uh, do we start with uh, Let's see, Chan Hyuk on the bench. Zion T. Zion T was the Zion one with the, the with the newspaper. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, all right. So, um, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just um, I really enjoyed uh, the simplicity of this, uh, especially coming like coming from Naka. This one was even more simpler than um, the first song, and I just kind of liked how it was that simple, and it was just really, really, really joyful um and um i'll i'll leave the the dancing portion to you alan mark but mm-hmm. um it was just kind of it was a simple it the metaphor of you know just like laying down on the bench or you know just like staying on the bench and like having that be the music video was perfect that was the perfect way to just do this music video i think well one the Let's just start off with the logo of the music video. Yeah. It was oh, a bench, so good. and then and then it looked like one of Steven's uh, PowerPoint presentations, where it like <laughs> morphed, morphed into the word bench. Oh, that's so good. Um, but yeah, um, Alan Mark again. I'll I'll throw it to you to kind of uh, continue our music video mm-hmm. convo. Yeah, I think from there though, the one thing that captivated me was I liked how they sort of edited it so that it made it seem like it was a one shot the whole time. Oh, it wasn't a one shot. They probably they edited, edited it in some some clips here and there. Okay. Like they probably cheated during some of the pans. But I thought that was at least cool that that they like just going back and forth between benches with the dancers in the middle. Uh, I thought that was really really cool, really fun. Um, also, Chan Hyuk's like jacket was super cool <laughs> with how like yeah. wide it was. It's just so cool. Um, but yeah, I just. I love how much like I didn't really need to. I watched a music video before looking up the or before reading the lyrics, and I love how it told that story without really like me having to understand what the words are saying yet. Like it yeah. told a really clear story um, in sort of vignettes because the the dancers felt like sort of breaks in between that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really just well directed, well like um, a visually like complete music video. He does like this one of my biggest fears in life, which is sticky hands. I hate sticky hands. And Chanuk takes the lollipop oh, yeah. and then oh. he like wipes like wipes down his eyebrows. <laughs> oh that'd be my nightmare. Yeah. Just feeling that feeling. Okay. Yeah. Uh Steven, what 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 else about this music, oh, music video uh spoke to you? Um well because I was already thinking about Michael Jackson, the dance like just made me think of thriller because it has really simple like side to side movements so I really and there there's no like formation they're just kind of standing there Uh, so uh, that's what I immediately thought of Um, but I I kind of just was just thinking about the the neighborhood that this is all set in it's it's like 
a very, it looks like a generic development. Uh, at, mm-hmm. And it, it looked like a bunch really, of model homes. yeah, yeah. And it like, I think it looked even more generic and model like in um, the first song's video. And then just we do see a bench, and then like it, it feels like it adds a little more to the neighborhood, even though it still looks kind of plain. Uh, it just feels like there, there's something more to it. Uh, and we're at more of a ground level. We saw a lot of close-ups of the kids and like shots of the sky. So I th- it seems like they're trying to tell us some more about what's going on here. There's some dissatisfaction, I think, with the the people portrayed or the characters. So it, it's it's kind of fun and uh, it it's kind of sneakily like I don't know. It's real, it just seems clever, and I want to know more about who these people are. The um, uh, I I was just thinking, what if we started the bench challenge, where we do the the choreo of bench on a bench, <laughs> like just it's just us doing like uh. That's all okay, okay, Chuck. We're changing all of our plans this weekend. This is what. Okay, this is all, <laughs> all that right. we're doing. We'll, we'll 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 take all of our outfits, and then we'll we'll do it. We'll find the the cleanest bench in Vegas. Oh man, I don't oh, even know if there is. That would be tough. <laughs> I'm sure, there are just uh, some developments out there that you can find. Just bring yeah, a bench. Uh, yeah. When we were talking about it, like the first the first music video made this feel like one of those. Uh, nuclear bomb kind of like mm-hmm. like staging areas just to see yeah. the effect. Honestly, the um, first song sort of sets that tone too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So um, maybe this is just the sign of things getting better. I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I really liked when Zayanti was having that little steak dinner, <laughs> like yeah. his, like on his lap. It's oh, like yeah. sliding yeah. off his leg, but he's still yeah. cutting it. It's so good. Uh, honestly, that oh, you were talking about, like just being on a bench sounds so nice. Like doing that on a bench sounds really, really <laughs> nice. Just I've always wanted to be like that fancy-looking Italian man, or like that, you know, the like forty to fifty-year-old gentleman, like with a newspaper, like. Clearly has a lot of uh, you know fashion sense and things. He has a lot of things put together in his life. Um, anyway, the simple things, I guess. Um, yeah, I I'm just kind of scanning through the video now. There's a yeah, just a bunch of benches, I guess. It just like keeps adding on, or the benches keep moving around. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And yeah. The ending was cool with just the the whole row of benches yeah. leading down the street. It it, it almost looked like um, a bunch of seats on a train, if you will, mm. <laughs> or a bus. Yeah. All right. Oh, I think. Well, oh, go ahead. There's go a ahead, go very ahead. common representation of uh, how much space uh, cars versus transit takes up, and. Um, <laughs> Like they don't use benches, but they'll always line up people sitting on a road in the middle of the road, and they'll show like forty people sitting in like in kind of a bus shape, and then they'll show like two people for a car, and like they're just showing how much more efficient uh, public transportation is. I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. Um, do we want to save? TikTok for after the break. Yeah, let's do it after. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Cool. We have fewer well, music videos to talk about. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Okay. 
Well, uh, that was a good first half. Um, I think we need to take a break real quick before we get back. So we'll see you on the B side in just a bit. Welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game brought to you by me. And we are going to play a nice, quick trivia game. The game is entitled Do It Duet. Your <laughs> task is to guess which duo is shown on screen. That's it. That's the game. You'll get 10, questions, 10 groups, 10 multiple choice right. choices. And uh, let's just start. Let's get to it. Starting with group number one. Who is this group? Oh. Oh. Wait a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh. <laughs> huh? Okay. Oh. Okay. I actually think I know right. who most of these pairs are. Yeah, I think so. Ooh. We'll see. I do can not we, have a tiebreaker, oh. so we'll see. What, what's can that? we give you just the letter? Or do you want us to type out? The letter's fine. Okay. Oh, oh there's letters. Yeah. Okay, group number two. I promise I didn't choose a bunch of pictures of them with their eyes closed. It just happened that way. <laughs> Hey kid, they were close. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, "Hey kid." <laughs> I haven't heard the, the instrumental. instrumental of this? Oh, it's, it's like, so good. I forgot there's a delay in the second chorus. Oh, that's so cool. It's so I good. Thought, oh, I thought the vocals would be in the instrumental, but it's not. Oh man. So good. <laughs> okay, uh, you get a chance to see all these pictures all over again um, before I give you the answers. So we'll go back. Okay. You, you'll okay. be able to see it. Okay. All right, group number three. <laughs> <laughs> so just the letters, right? Just the letters is fine. Yeah. Okay, I think I can move on. Yeah. Okay, group number four. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Oh boy. I did. Uh, here's your clue. I got a recent picture of them. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, so this could be oh, M two. Okay, I'll fit, I'll choose one of them. Oh man, I forgot. But oh, is that the, is that them? I'll have to see. Okay, group number five. There you go. There are these dudes. Yeah. Okay. That iconic hat. All right. 
group number six. Number seven. Yep. Okay. Steven, I don't know if you know this, but we have the reigning Jeopardy champion playing this game right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> KPSN Jeopardy. Oh, oh, right. Oh, right. That's right. Oh, man. All right. Okay. Got a yeah. good guess. All right, yeah. group number eight. Oh. Okay, group number nine. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that clears up that clears up number four for me. Okay. And finally, group number 10. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, All boy. Right. All right. I think oh, it's going to come down to one question. Uh, or two. It's going to go down to... There's a couple... No, there's a couple. I might... Okay. Well, yeah. There's like... Okay. Uh, I'm like back and forth. Not, okay. Okay. Oh, so... Boy. If you need any of the pictures again, here you go. Okay, oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> what a good idea. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, those two, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> between those two. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you guys oh, are good. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take your time. It's okay. I just need to make sure I have every letter accounted for. Oh, man. Oh. Can I see the list of answers again? Yes. Oh, okay. Just the pictures once more. Absolutely. 
Okay. Stop sharing, and then you guys go ahead and send me your stuff. Oops, accents and my answers to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't believe it's 10 letters. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> Is it? No, it's, it's seven. No, it goes <laughs> to seven. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so good. Poor, I, hope, I hope we get to do a grayish album. I know. Yeah. We were posted in how many games now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. It looks like you guys did not answer the same ones or multiple ones. So yeah. we might be we good. We might not need a tiebreaker, but um, I'm gonna go uh, right down. Sorry, probably should have written down their letters. Okay, that's that. That is. Let's just go through this together. How about that? Okay. Yep. I have the answers to my side. So. Okay. Here we go. All right. So, group number one was Troublemaker. Um, Alan Mark, you got that right. I got Steven, this you got that wrong. Yeah. Oh no! Because right. I forgot what they were called, and I just guessed <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> one of them. You're like, oh, this is the one that's not Triple H. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh man. Yeah. All right. Group number two is. That's correct. You both got that right. Bold, 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 bold gun four. There you go. <laughs> 
All right, so Almar okay. has two. Got a lot wrong. Steven has <laughs> one. All right, group number three is none other than GDN Top. That's correct. You guys both got that right. All right. Oh boy. Group number four. That's right. It is an older version of Home. Yeah, I was like, man, Changmin looks different. And now, like, looks much older. <laughs> All right. Group number five. You probably guessed who this duo was. That's right. It's the dynamic duo. Okay, so, you know, Steven, you only got one wrong. Um, and Hallmark <laughs> is perfect for now. So it's still it's still up yeah. in the air. Still oh, up boy. in the air. Like that means something <laughs> <No>. <laughs> for the red because I know, yeah, I, I had to go. Okay, let's just go. Okay, I'm always so anguished every time, like, I know <laughs> yeah, I'm not I doing know. well. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, okay, group number six. This was a recent picture of an old group known as. Oh, not Troublemaker. <laughs> yes! Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I forgot to change the answer. It's Flight of the Sky. Sorry. Actually, I hope I... Ch wait. I, I hope I changed... I, I know the answers, but... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It should be... Flight of the Sky. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so... Steven, you did not get that right, and uh, Alamark did get that right. So... Right. So, let's see. There's still four more left, so let's uh, see what happens. I don't know. Okay, unless, <laughs> unless, no, you'll get this one wrong. You get it. Yeah. And then you'll get that one wrong. Um, and uh, okay, well, sorry, Stephen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's just finish it off. So this next one is Tu Yoon. Okay, looks like I did change the name for that one. The next one They're is... They're going to have a comeback soon, to you. Oh. oh, nice. Yeah. Also, it's the first time that those two and Hyuna have been back on the same page since... Oh. Two more. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> to you and Hyuna. All right. Uh, this next group is Wings. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I hope I switched. This, this next group, this next rap group, these two guys, their band name is their names combined. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's, that makes uh, sense. I, I never knew how to pronounce that. Jinu Shan? Jinu San? Jinu Shan? And last but not least, I think a personal favorite of all of ours also. It's the Fiji. Mm -hmm. All right, so... Steven, I am so sorry, but you got, let's see, um, you got, well, let's start with Alamark first. So Alamark got everything except for two. He was almost oh. perfect. He got, I wait. I switched wings and Genus song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's right. Okay. So he got two wrong. He got eight and nine wrong. And... Steven, you unfortunately got the remainder wrong as well. Five, six through ten. Six, seven through ten, you got wrong. 
How about I got? Didn't I put Davici for? Oh wait, 10? sorry. What? Well, well, my bad. My bad. So you got six, that right. My bad. Six through nine. I should have got. I think I got six through eight wrong. Oh, oh yeah. At oh least. no 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 no. One, you got six, seven nine. right. Okay. Sorry. Did did I who did I put for nine? You put fly to the sky. Oh, where did I put? Oh, probably put, six. Yeah, you put. Oh, okay. You put a six. I yeah. just knew they were men. <laughs> like, I didn't know where to put them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So one, two, yeah. three, four. So not too bad. You got four wrong. Okay. Alan Mark, you got two wrong, and that means Alan Mark has taken the lead. Not that he didn't have maintain, the lead, but yeah. he <laughs> ma- he's now he maintaining grew, he's the lead, lead, and he he has broken the streak. I His know. I lost. Streak. I lost so five finally, in a row. Okay. Okay. Finally, Alan Mark is back Good in the job. game, leaving us with only maybe ten more chances left for us to come back. Yeah. So That's a lot of chances. We'll that it really is. Because yeah. um, at least a third. That at least three, three of those I can't do. So <laughs> yeah. True. So so seven. Yeah. So Stephen, you'll have to win every single game Oof. that I and Alan Mark. Uh, create for you to take the lead. So, so That's we'll, quite a peak to climb. How <laughs> so tall? Maybe I'll have something I can listen to to <laughs> get me through. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for playing that game. Um, uh, that was a lot of fun. And congrats again to Alan Mark. Yes. All I'm right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Let's keep talking about this album. Oh yes, yeah. please. Uh, four more tracks left to unfortunately talk about. Unfortunately, <laughs> being that there are not no, there are not ten more songs to talk about. All right, so <clears throat> this next song is entitled "TikTok, TikTok, TikTok," featuring. Hold on, I just want to make sure I pronounce this correctly. Featuring Benzino. And again, this also has a music video. <laughs> and this is kind of, you know, that that fun, jazzy R&B. Um, let's just put Dean out there. I just think of Dean every time I hear the, this mm. kind of music. Um, just that, you know, that kind of vibe. You, you kind of know what you're getting with. It's it's very much your, your standard synth. Um, Jazzy Nord chords, as I'm, I'm gonna call them now. Um, and I, for me, I thought this had like such a beautiful groove to it. And um, again, the the chorus was so catchy. Um, I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Um, and I generally, I generally really love this song. And I don't know if it's my favorite right now because I really like this whole album. I, I, I will say, I oddly like. Side A, which is which is so weird for me. I know I'm usually a side B kind of guy, but for this album, I liked all the the initial songs more than I do the latter songs, and so this is kind of the tipping point for me. I think um, where I kind of start, I, I stop really caring, not caring, I stop really enjoying. Ugh, I'm saying these are all bad words. I <laughs> prefer the first songs more, um, so. Steven, uh, let me throw it to you. Uh, what did you 
What did you think of this song? Yeah, same. I I loved. I just loved the sound right when I when I mm-hmm. just started hearing it, and uh, I I feel like if you played me just the intro of this and then asked me to assign each of the featured guests, I would have put Zion T on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, it, uh, it, I feel yeah. like he would have really fit like the chords and the the tone of those those keys. So, um, the, I I thought you know that that was who I was thinking of for this like really in Zion T and uh, that area. But I was also thinking like, so far I hadn't really taken note of, or like thought too much about Suyeon's voice, but on this song, I feel like she displays like her just kind of absolute control of her voice. Um, and she, she does something in the, it's like the first or like the first verse where she like pulls back on every other syllable and mm-hmm. the the lyrics there they are translated to i can feel everything sensitively even the sound of breathing so i felt like there was kind of a a, a kind of a match there with the lyrics and her style of singing uh she does this in the second verse too even though the lyrics aren't like quite as close but uh, I, I just thought she sounded so great um, and was a, a real highlight of this track for me. Uh, yeah. I There were a ton, again, um, re- a really full sounding arrangement again, production-wise. Um, you know, your, your standard, um, you know, your standard groove groove kind of type of band type of instrumentals and um i i thought like this would have been a perfect like tiny desk concert to look to watch Mm. i feel like just just it gave me that kind of vibe where it's just um it doesn't sound like it's too too processed or you know like it's like maybe a couple pedals here and there but it's just like like a perfect just live session type of sound or song for me and um can, I can imagine like the whole room like vibing and jamming with this track. Um, but I, I will say, I, I it's not like I, I agree with you, Stephen, that Zion T should have been the featured artist. Um, and I, I think so that I didn't really, I mean, I really enjoyed Benzino's uh, verse in this track. Um, and it kind of fits with the kind of um, song um, I'm thinking maybe like the internet, for example, like when they have a lot of like they're like a band or a group, I guess. Um, and then they have all these like, uh, you know, rappers kind of like become featured and they have their track. But I. In listening to it again, I I think I'm OK with it. I it's I I, I like I, I, I agree. Zanti is the better option, but. I think I'm okay with Benzino now that I'm really like taking it time to listen to it. And I don't think he really takes anything away from yeah. it. So. I wasn't like right, implying right, that right. yeah, yeah Zion yeah. T would be better. I just felt like this is the, the sound is what I thought a Zion T song would sound like or uh, yeah, or who I would expect to be on this kind of track. Maybe they thought about that and then Zion T was like, 
let's let's throw him a weird curveball and I'll be on this other song of yours or something. But um but yeah, I I thought Benzino had a had a um an appropriate flow and appropriate tone with this type of song. Um but it wasn't really didn't really stand out. It just kind of, you know, was part of the package and yeah. Um Alan Mark, what about you? What did you think? Um yeah, like I think the one thing that did stick out to me because it's tied to how um, the whole like this sounds like it would be a Zion T song outside of this. Um, like this for me, it felt very like primary, especially mm-hmm. when he was doing all those collaborations. Like that's where I first heard Zion T as well, and like all these other like dynamic duo was doing a lot of stuff with them, uh, Ponomeko, all those like different R and B and rap artists. Like, um, like I was like, oh, this like. Out of all the tracks, this has that the most like that vibe where it's like throwback R and V, um, with those like the keys, all that stuff. So um, I thought I was like I haven't really heard this in a while because I don't, I actually I don't don't know what Primary's been doing lately. But um, and of course Zanti hasn't been working the, um, pushing on his own music as much, and his sound also has like evolved quite a bit. But um, yeah, getting like this vibe it was very. It was really nice to hear again. I love how just mellow, toned down everything about the song was. Nothing really, like, stood out in, like, a, like, um, like sonically. It wasn't like a, like, nothing was huge or big about it. But it leveled, uh, the levels and everything were just, like, really easy. It, everything about the song just feels easy and the, the, the percussiveness of how they said TikTok or the ticka 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 was a uh, very like it, the it fit the effect very well because it made not that the song sounds monotonous but it had sort of the the vibe of just like sitting there and just hearing uh, j- just hearing the second hand move mm. it um, it it the song. How do you say like verbalized but with sound? Uh, it did that very yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, onomatopoeia. Nope. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah but you get I, it. You get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got. It, we got it. We got it. Um, yeah. I don't really have anything else more to say about this song. Uh, it was just a really nice grooving vibe to me, yeah. and um, it was. It was really. Easy listening, I guess. It, it was smooth, uh, yeah. so to speak. Mm, so smooth. There's one little thing in Benzino's verse. Um, yeah. In the second half, they replace, or I guess they, I consider them replacing the keys with guitar. And I, I thought that was really cool. Mm. Uh, and then that's also when the bass kicks in. So uh, that makes it a little more lively. So that was cool. And then the, the keys that, that come in in the last chorus, I liked a lot too. Yeah. Nice. All right. So, you guessed it, everyone. There is a music video for this as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it, it doesn't really show any of the same set pieces, I guess. Um, it, I think the, the, the sheep room. <laughs> oh, yeah, the sheep room. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You can tell I just found out that there was a music video for this song <laughs> uh, five minutes before we started recording. So, um, um, yeah, uh, Alan Mark, can I can I throw it to you to kind of start us off while I uh, 
uh, rewatch the sheep room scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. yeah, I just I love this song. Uh, yeah, how this music video sort of is feels like a juxtaposition with especially specifically Naka because it is like similarly going from room to room, except this time instead of falling, he's sort of in control by shifting the the clock. Uh, so I'm like. Is this purgatory? I don't know. It seems like it's like, is he going back and forth through time? Um, I don't know. It's another thing where I don't understand quite the concept, but like visually, it's stunning. It works so well. Um, just with the the muted palettes and the um the use of the set pieces and the people. Um, sort of the monotonous, he's sort of like lost in his own world because he has the headphones in the whole time. I thought that was really, it's a cool effect and it's very effective. Yeah. And there was just that one scene of Suyeon like sticking her head in the mm-hmm. doorway. And then they just, st- she just like looked around a little bit. But they, I feel like I haven't seen something just stay on one person with like so little else help- happening. And I, I thought that was. It was really fun and just interesting to see. Uh, that was like one of the things that just really stood out. Like it was like 15 seconds of her just looking around, and then the smirk at the end. When, yeah, 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 it's like it felt looks so felt so menacing. I was like, wonder yeah. what's going on here. Yeah, I also liked. Um, sorry, uh, his he had like. Three different pairs of glasses. I don't know if it was just three, but um, one of them reminded me of the ones that Woods wore in his video for the firings. Uh, it was they were like they looked like just like I don't know regular Oakleys and like mm. oh yeah, but they they just like don't look that cool on someone, but they they just kind of it kind of works for their outfit and, and who they are. This one seemed. It, is it just me or that a lot of these music videos feature? Uh, I guess it is it because um, Chanyuk wrote co-wrote all the songs. I feel like I I was missing a lot of. Uh, um, yeah, it just it featured a lot of. Um, Chanyuk over. Uh, 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 yeah, over mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I I I don't know, but I mean. Is that typically how the group functions, where like Chanhyuk's like the leader, and then Soyeon is kind of like, you know, um, accompanying a lot of things? It, I don't feel like it's that way, but maybe yeah. for this, I don't know. Maybe he was a kind of central character for the videos, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I thought it was just interesting because I, I I just ran through the video right now, and it's just all. Set pieces with uh, Chanyuk. Um, I mean, doing all these like really hilarious things. I liked it when he, because like the whole time he just has this like stone cold face. And then there's that one moment where he like breaks out and smiles and then does like the little like shoulder. Oh, during um, the Benzino's verse, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is fun to kind of see that got like break of character for a little bit, but. Yeah. Um, I wonder. I, I mean, I'm sure. I feel like we're gonna get music videos for the other songs, and <laughs> I know those. Uh, well, actually, no. The other one isn't doesn't have Suhyun on it, but I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Interesting. 
Okay. That was just a thought of mine, I guess. Um, yeah, I I love what they did with all these these videos. Like, um, I know there's one more video, but it's more like a, I don't know, an, a, a visual, like a, an animated cartoon video for mm-hmm. Stupid Love Song. Um, but I, I really consider the first four tracks as like official music videos. Um, but I really like what they did. I, I don't think they were intending for there to be a connection, even though they use the same set pieces. Um, but I thought I, I loved how unique each of them were, and I loved how um, this one seems like the silliest, even though uh, Naka was pretty pretty out there as far as like visual goes. But this one just seemed like um, a whole bunch of. Um, I, I feel like they had maybe no, you know what? Bench, I think they had more fun. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just really like the little TikToky part where they're just like repeating themselves with their motions over and over again. I thought that was cool. Um, wait, were we talking about the song still, or did we move on to the music? We, are, you, we were music sorry. video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how out of it I am right now. Okay, um, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about music video wise, mm-hmm. or should we go to the next episode? Let's. All right, let's go. Let's let's do it like. Dr. Dre and go to the next episode. Yes. Uh, I was like, Snoop Dogg? Featuring Snoop Dogg. Okay. All right. Track number five is entitled Next Episode. And this is with Choi Jung Hoon. Um, I have no idea who that is. Do you guys have any context? Uh, any backstory? Anything like that? He's of uh, Janabi. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I know. I, I, don't, know, I, I don't know anything about Janabi. Yeah, they're Yeah, banned. I don't really know. Are these all uh, like part of YG? Uh, like, I, or no, no, not not IU or Zion T is the only one because Zion yeah. T is black label. But even still, uh-huh. that's it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I there's a, a lot of names I'm finding out for the first time. Um, but okay, well, I guess we'll talk about that later. But this should I should I give it a stool? I don't know. I feel oh like yeah. I would. I feel like, well, three stools or two stools? Oh, I don't know. It's up to you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a, it sounds like a two stool song. I think it's a two stool. Wait. One, one for, one for Jung Hoon, the other one for Chen Yuk. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but this is the, this is the ballad. This is the, um, Really soft and uh, not central, but soft and just um, <laughs> sorry, it's not central at all. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a nice, sweet, soft ballad. Um, I don't think I have any strong feelings, pro or con, or you know, pro or against it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I. I guess I just thought it sounded nice. Um, but I, some of the things that I pointed out or like oh, no. stood out to uh, me was. Did Chuck freeze? I, really <laughs> I like, think so. I think, oh, oh okay. okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, did I, did I kind of skip? Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Sorry. Let me start again. So there, there were a couple of things that did stand out to me with this song. And um, 
the one that really like I wanted to talk about, but I think it was like a pan flute or some sort of fluty background um, instrument there, and I just thought it was. I'll I'll find it while I'm like talking about it. Um, but there's that, and I'm sure you guys will talk about it. But I don't have much to talk about for this song, so I'll point it out right now. Um, I like the kind of muffled. Mm-hmm. filter they added to the second chorus oh, or yeah. the second time around with the chorus like the underwater kind of sound effect um to it i that that gave that gave me a lot of um um longevity i guess to the song and i i thought that was really neat and it, i don't know why it was there but i was happy it was there okay steven i'll throw it to you yeah um what what, what are your thoughts on this yeah song? i would also Want to point out those like effects that they placed on the voice? Uh, I thought they were kind of necessary for this, or I, I yeah. thought they added a lot to. Uh, I, I don't know if I would have been excited about the rest of the song if like it didn't have something else on it. So I, I really appreciated that addition, uh, but I don't have a lot of notes either. I thought the song was felt really nostalgic, and parts of it reminded me of something that the black skirts would write. Mm, um, yes. cer- there's like certain melodies that I feel like I've heard from a black skirts song. Um, and it also reminded me of, uh, I think I've mentioned this a lot before, but like songs from the Coffee Prince uh, OST. Yeah. I th- this would fit like, I think very well. So yeah, I I thought uh, I liked Chong uh, Hoon's voice, but uh, I not really. I wasn't sure what to expect, but it's a very, it's a very nice. It's kind of soft voice that carried the song yeah. well. Yeah, it yeah. it had um, in re-listening to it just now. It it kind of reminded me of like the somewhat sadder like Beatles songs mm. during like the psychedelic days. Um, so I think the guitar, the the way the plucking is happening oh, with the no. guitar. Oh. oh, did I get yeah, cut out again? You're freezing oh, a bit. Oh yeah. man, my internet's all crazy right now. Um, but yeah, uh, it's okay. I'm recording myself. I was just talking more about the guitar string. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, uh, Alamark, what did you think about this song? Also, not a lot of notes, but I still really like this song. I think it was. I think it made sense getting a, a ballad in here to cut up everything else because uh, mm-hmm. everything else was felt so full. Oh, not that this sounds very full, but um, there was a bit more energy to the other songs, a um, bit more like higher tempo, stuff like that. Um, so maybe like in a sense, this song doesn't stick out as much as the rest, but it's still like a very like beautiful sort of powerish ballad. Um, and like, yeah, I didn't think too much of it initially. Uh, but then uh, eventually when I read the lyrics, I was like, oh, no, this song is freaking, it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like about um, like two kids, or no, not two kids, but a child who got into a fight with their friend. So they go like run crying to like their mom and talking like sort of handling all like those emotions with their mom and like sort of learning empathy and forgiveness through their conversation. And it's just... Such a beautiful, it's so beautiful. And mm-hmm. I, I think those sort of emotions really shine through as well. Especially with Jung Hoon's voice. His voice is, 
it just fits so well. And um, yeah, and that story is told in a very like nostalgic way as well. How you mentioned it has that vibe. So yeah, it's just if I think about it too much, I get like emotional because it's so it's just so good and so well done. It's yeah, it's just a really good song. Cool. Okay, let's uh, let's move on to track number six. Entitled Stupid Love Song with Crush. And earlier when we were talking about Bench, I think. Bench. I alluded to the fact that one of the latter songs gave me this 90s alternative rock vibe. And this is that song that I was referring to. And for me, uh, this is kind of where it starts tent- like leaning towards acoustic um, very acoustic. I mean, we we did um, uh, talk about Dio last week uh, with all that acoustic. So this is kind of like reminding me of uh, our conversations with that. And um, this one was kind of cool in the sense that it was reminding me of songs that could have been done by like, I don't know, Alanis Morissette or I don't know, Fiona Apple. <laughs> Insert whatever um, nine, late '90s, you know, um, singer songwriter, guitar uh, musician that you want, um, but really, really, um, the things that stood out for me with this song was how, even down to like the instrumentals and like the the, the sounds and the cadence of the beat um, was very much reminded me of that like slower tempo it sounds fast but it's really slow kind of chorus like the you know like that kind of where it sounds like a lot's happening but it's still a slower bpm and um that 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 sound is prevalent in the 90s and that it kind of gave me another nostalgic trip with this song and so um i thought that was pretty cool um who did i start with Last time, I think I went first last time. Okay, then I'll, I'll throw it to you, Alan Mark. Uh, what, what do you? What did you think about "Stupid Love Song"? Uh, so similar with Bench and Zanti, just taking any crumb of Crush singing <laughs> right now, I will take. I'll take it all, since he's yeah. currently in his military enlistment. So we're not going to get a lot of, of stuff from him in the next year and a half. But the fact that he was able to record a whole bunch of stuff before he he left is uh, makes me so happy. Or unless he's able to record now. I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah. it's just really nice, especially, again, um, just juxtaposing voices, how uh, his smoky, raspy tone uh, goes like really goes well against uh, Suhan's voice. It's so beautiful. But like what I love about this song, it just feels so wistful. It's all emotion with this song for me. Um, like the arrangement's really nice with the, like the, full like band and stuff but like it's really the emotion of the melody the emotion of the textures that they all put in there it's it's so there's something very wistful and like a longing that it's ah, it just feels so nice and Mm -hmm. even though the song's about like it's essentially about like the vulnerability it takes to put out such like personal music where like uh, an ex-lover or something can like listen and like still kind of enjoy it uh, or like all these random strangers that have all their histories can like enjoy this music that's so very personal, but they still like sing all them. It's just like 
a stupid love song, but all these people connect to it, even though it's based off all like the stuff that I've had to go through. It's, um, it's, I love that sort of like insider type of so, um, concepts mm-hmm. with songs. It's it's so interesting seeing how um, the musicians that make their music like how they perceive all these people listening to them. So um, yes, but like. I think just from pure emotion and like vibe of it all, I think this song is my favorite on the album. And like, I, I don't know, I just feel very deeply and strongly about this song so much that it's one of my favorite things that I've heard this year so far. So, wow, um, nice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, so, okay, I really like this song. And uh, what I was gonna just shout out right away that I'm surprised the album Mark you hadn't mentioned, but I have to shout out. Chuck J, one of the co-writers of the song, mm-hmm. because I found out he was playing the bass on this, and oh. I thought the Hell bass was yeah. so good. Like whenever it came into <laughs> oh, the yeah, verse, it is so good. Oh my god! Oh man, with that that like little sprinkle of vibrato on that note, oh, it's so yes. good. Uh, <laughs> oh man, like I I just loved it. Um, but yeah, otherwise, I I really really like this song. I. Also love Crush, and he also like. I just like, you know, when I saw Crush and Sam Kim on this album, I just was assuming, okay, maybe they're gonna write like kind of R and B, like or more straightforward R and B type tracks because Akmu doesn't really do that. Mm. So maybe they're trying to do that with their their guests. So that they went both more acoustic uh, on this, uh, I really liked that. It at least defied what I was thinking, uh, and and but Crush, he already can like fit different genres. So um, I, I thought he sounded great, and especially on uh, the way he sang his line when it says "Look at look at this people." Um, he does a really cool thing there. Um, yeah, and then Suyan again sounds great. Uh, I just feel like she cannot misplace a note, uh, mm. and like in the mm. bridge. She, she has those like very kind of quiet, like subtle, like runs, but they're also so precise and like just more, just showing off again her control. So, really big fan of this song. I think I would have liked to hear them like do more of a straightforward duet on it, or like have mm. like a melody and harmony on it, just like. I think they weren't their their parts weren't really like overlapping. They were just kind of singing uh, different parts that were put together. But I, I kind of wanted like a straightforward melody and harmony from one and the other. So uh, we got that a little bit more on the next song, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do love the little like adlibs they were throwing in towards the end. Yeah. Though I thought it was really like just them sort of just showing off a bit their, their vocal ability because yeah like I, I crushed it a little like, yeah that part was like really fun and all that just so fun to listen to awesome okay let's move on to the final track of the album um entitled everest with sam kim and my initial notes for this one um, was that this was the kind of 
Mm, maybe like a. It sounded like a very inspirational, climactic ending to like a movie or like some sort of moment where the hero is overcoming, has overcome everything, and is or no no is is about to overcome everything because he's finding all of his courage and might <laughs> and power, and it was very like. Um, I, I guess inspirational and motivating in that sense because um, the way it builds, it starts off with that acoustic guitar and it, it sounds very familiar to a lot of like um, uh, stripped down rock songs that you might hear like through pop um, on like the American radios right now. Um, I could imagine Sam Mendes doing a song like this, Justin Timberlake doing a song like this. Um, uh, maybe not Charlie Puth. He's a little funky. Um, anyway, something like that, where it's you know, um, it's very, it's a definitely a singer songwriter, uh, a male singer songwriter type of vibe. And I, I don't think that's a knock against this song per se, but for me, I, it sounds like I've heard this song before, but I like this type of music. Um, especially when you come in with like when when everyone kind of comes uh, remind me again who Sam Kim is is he um, he won uh, wait which oh my god I, I moved away from the thing uh, he won K-pop star 3 so the season after uh, okay, Hawk, okay, Hawk okay. Moo won oh no he didn't win yeah. he was second place sorry he just yeah, lost yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so yeah this this sounds like a song that would be amazing to perform on like a uh, a music uh competition show like a you know like with that kind of um kind of that orchestral background around you like it it sounds like a good uh, what i'm trying to get at is that this sounds like a good um like a, a good ending to this album where you kind of have gone through all these emotions and then you're feeling like you're overcoming it all. I guess with, I, I haven't looked at the lyrics yet, but with the title Everest, I'm assuming um, it's referring to having to climb a mountain or overcome a mountain or whatever obstacles that are in your way. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it that was kind of just a roundabout way of me saying that this is, a really good folky type um, acoustic song for me, and um, that I have nothing really more to say outside of that. Um, but Alamark, I would like to know your thoughts on this song. Ooh. So I think the first thought is uh, of the vibe that the song had. Uh, you mentioned all those like artists. I think if I had to connect it to one specific one, probably James Vincent McMorrow. Uh, I feel like I I really feel that with this. But uh, if I had to quantify it in uh, four words, it's uh, something that Stephen has referenced in the past with the the sound of what this feels like. It feels like triumphant white people music. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, like that was like my first thought when I first heard the song. And like, I I enjoy triumphant white people music. It sounds great. Me too. I, I guess yeah, it's I guess in do. this sense it's um and the previous time that we uh brought it up it's triumphant Korean music, I guess. <laughs> um but yeah, it's um uh, I think the 
the main thing I really loved about it was the buildup, which I guess this is something that's pretty common with a lot of like Akmu songs, especially like Chan Hyuk writing is like he um, sort of paint text painting, I guess, where it's like the music uh, really, uh, oh God, like the music also expresses what the words or the concept mm-hmm. is saying. Because this song is just like all build up, even though it's like sort of a cool down song being the last track on the album. But the entire thing just like builds up over time as the song continues on. And there's a little bit of drop off uh, before the last chorus, but then it just like slams back into like a really high place. So uh, I thought that was just, again, like really good songwriting. Um, Just at a very like creative, like smart level. So uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just spectacular. And yeah, I don't know. That's my main thing. So, okay, I was one. So there were a couple things that this song was giving me. And I was wondering if if you guys were going to say it. And I guess I I didn't directly think triumphant white people music, but maybe in a way I did. Because (laughs) to me, this, okay, there are like three things that this I think could fit. One is like, I think it could be in like a Disney movie, like at some point. Oh, sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 No, exactly. Uh, and then also right now, like I've been watching more Olympics. I think this song fits like, like I know training montage. And it would be mm, yep, really good. Yep. Yep. All those. Even better on like a Winter Olympics. Uh, <laughs> yep. You know, people climbing in snow, like skiing Rockland, down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I the last thing that I feel certain of, but don't listen to a lot of is like contemporary Christian music oh, or like like Hillsong. Hip, like Hillsong. Like I have no idea what Hillsong I, sounds I like, but my assumption either. is it's kind of like this. So, <laughs> uh, I, but because it has that very uplifting sound that yeah, feel it's like if they played this at a church, maybe I would go. I don't know. It's like. <laughs> Especially uh, yeah. the, like the whoa, whoa, whoa's part. Yeah. And like yeah. there, it sometimes sounds like there's a chorus yeah. of people. Yeah. And I mean, the chorus, so, the melody is very choral-y. Yeah. Yeah. And like kind of yeah, like, like you really like yeah. what you said about the just like the melodies like building up. Um, it, it, yeah. It's just something about it gave me that like church song or hip church uh song feeling but i enjoyed the song i I feel like i wanted to like it more though uh i i did like the way sam kim sounded especially uh during the the intro the beginning sections and like i really loved the first oh everest that he did uh it, it just it sounds really good um and then the bridge where they sing where they have this beautiful harmony together uh, that that's the the how so tall I think is that if that's the bridge oh, that, that so section it's good. so so amazing, um, and then I thought Chanyok's little yell uh, was I I was really hoping for that too like it's just a really quick like huh and then <laughs> it, oh yeah it's a nice way to get into that that last chorus, um, so yeah I, I think a, a good another like great example of how. Chanyo can just 
create like Chameleon really nice, weave the yeah. the emotion and the feelings oh, yeah. throughout the song. So yeah, after like listening to this song, I have it, it really cemented the fact that for me that there is no genre to label Akmu in mm-hmm. just because it's just they can do everything. And and um it it, it just it goes to show their versatility and all that stuff. So that's I mean it's not my kind of song, but I'm sure it, it, it is a great example of that type of song. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Um, man, we gotta, we gotta, I don't know if we should coin Triumph at White People Music. Oh, that's but, already, no, we, uh, we cannot. We can't. It's yeah. Jared Mike Carmichael. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is? Okay, yeah. okay. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah Jerry Carmichael. All right. Um, well, it looks like it's time for our last call. So I will throw it to any one of you guys to kind of close us off and give your last remarks. Um, actually, let me start first um, so I don't uh, talk at the end after you guys say something really poignant. Oh, yeah, yeah. So um, I like Akmu. I'm sorry, Stephen. It only took me this long to listen to Akmu. I'm going to go back and listen to more Akmu. I love I love Akmu. They are one of my top groups. And... Um, <laughs> I, uh, they are, what, is there a, a fandom for them? Oh, I don't know. I'm looking up I don't right know now. There are, are there talking. fandoms for, uh, duos or? I mean, yeah, for Sometimes. anyone. Yeah. Okay. I'll look it up while, while we're talking, but, um, I want to be whatever that fandom is because they are, they sound so great and beautiful and musically, it seems like they're geniuses and, um, can do everything. So, um, I, they're immediately a favorite of mine. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I felt like I had something. I forgot what I was. I didn't write it down, but I, I really liked this album. Um, at, uh, again, just a show of both of their strengths in in songwriting, in vocal uh, ability, uh, and I, I don't. I haven't. I didn't compliment like Chanyuk at all on his voice, but I think he has. I like his voice a lot too. Um, yeah. Uh, at this point in their careers, they're still both very young, and I feel like there was a time when they had to sort of kind of prove themselves after having to having like came, they came on through a, a music show and. Had a lot of praise from that, but I, I think they quickly established themselves as as artists. And uh, here is just a further like exploration of their artistry. And you know, uh, I, I I really want them to I don't know do more. And I'm just excited for everything that they put out, um, either solo or as, as together, because they both can do amazing things nice yeah for i guess for me i don't have i didn't have as much familiarity with akamu as steven did for sure like i knew dinosaur when it came out uh rebuy uh how people move stuff like that um but yeah i never like actually took the time to focus on akamu and listen to it i knew i knew they were talented easily like vocally of course um and with the songwriting because of the uh, K-pop star, uh, but 
I think like this is my real first foray into them, and like, um, God, it's oh man, it, it's hard to find a better way to really get into it because um, what I knew about them was just from like their more youthful days as Akdong music, um, mm-hmm. but this has really showed a beautiful progression as artists. Um, to where they are now. Like, they started so young. They were, like, barely teenagers. And now, like, yeah, nine years later after uh, K-pop star, like, they're making this incredible music. And um, I think the most interesting thing is that it's not... It doesn't feel like a K-pop album to me. It just feels like an indie album. Like, it's just an indie artist that, you know, dabbles on all these different genres, releasing something that, even though they all sound so different, it... There is some sort of cohesion that does cover all of them somehow. I can't explain it. Maybe it's just how they write melodies and uh, create storylines. It just it just feels like such a de- clearly defined unit um, that yeah, and that it just impresses me even more. And like I knew immediately, like after the first couple of listens to this, that this would be one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, so and it's it's gonna take a lot to really. Um, take it away from that top list. So I'll be talking about this wow. at the end of the year for wow. sure. Ooh, um, yay. Okay. Well, well, maybe we can have a, a follow-up episode to get, continue talking about this. You episode. still uh, like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are they now? And I've said a lot of like, this is going to be a top of my list at the mm. end of the year. We'll see where it goes. Everything's oh, I, been I wish pretty was, solid so far. I wish there was some way for us to do predictions and then to come back to those predictions. Ooh. And then it's really tough to tell uh, what oh. happens in a given year. You know what? 2022. So. Let's do that. Let's do. Let's figure that okay, out for okay. 2022. We'll, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll, we'll let's just okay. We'll do a we'll do a comeback or a prediction special. We'll talk about which groups may come back which and which ones we're gonna like the works. most. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll save that for later. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your your meal and we hope to see you next time. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a good tip on whatever podcast platform you want to leave it on. You can also follow us on all of the socials at How You Can Eat. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can even email us. That's right, us. Because Stephen, I feel bad for calling you out every single time. Actually, please email, continue your email, Stephen. At howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Continue, uh, begin to email Stephen at that, that email address. Uh, we would love to hear anything you want to tell us. If you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions, uh, go ahead and let us know. All right, for Alamark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. We'll see you uh, so long. <laughs> Stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya. Uh, this is me waiting for us doing our next episode. Chicka, 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 chicka.